It's Hacker Public Radio. We're singing a song to let you know that it's the time to start the show on Hacker Public Radio. Welcome, I am Morgellon, the low-tech mystic, and you? (laughs) You, my friends, would be listening to another fine episode of Hacker Public Radio. This is episode number 180, being broadcast live into the time stream for Monday, September 8th, 2008. And today, my friends, we're going to be discussing the Beagle Board. But before we jump into the business, how's everybody doing? Everybody doing all right? Good. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Everybody sit back, relax. This is the good time of the day. Hope everybody had a good weekend. And if not, well, hey, this is going to be a good week. Because, hey... (laughs) There's Hacker Public Radio, if nothing else. So sit back, relax, enjoy this fine time, and thanks for sharing it with me and the other people that come on this show. We appreciate your time, and we appreciate the whole community. It's just awesome. Those who contribute, those who are there to partake, and the whole intermingling of it all. (laughs) So thanks, man. We're glad you're here. All right. So let's uh, get down to quote-unquote business and let's talk about some geeky stuff today we're going to be talking about embedded computing systems uh, mainly focusing around the beagle board environment um, all the links that i talk about and everything will be available in the show notes for episode 180 at hackerpublicradio.org um, but everything will be also available through the, uh, the main website which is beagleboard.org Org. Um, you may have to dig around a little bit, but I'll have everything referenced in today's episode, the links available under the show notes. So either way, to your heart's content, enjoy. But the Beagle Board is a very small computing environment. It's um, basically a 3-inch by 3-inch, so I guess for the intelligent, that's a 3-inch squared PCB or motherboard, which basically is a 600 megahertz uh, processor computer capable of running OpenGL, running uh, fancy pants graphics, and doing all kinds of cool stuff. Um, wow. I'm really at a lack of words here for this episode. This is really un- unlike myself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bounce over to the uh, promotional page of the Beagle Board and play a little bit of their promotional stuff because I think at this point they're going to do a better job explaining this than I will. So, if you will, one moment while I patch that in. Welcome to the OMAP 3530 Beagle Board product training module. The Beagle Board is a USB-powered embedded processor board that provides community-supported low-power, high-performance ARM Cortex-A8 base single-board computing. 
This module will highlight the technical features, usage, and benefits of the BeagleBoard, show where to find software that verifies its hardware functionality, and provide some recommended peripherals to further complement the board. The BeagleBoard is a powerful single board computer that performs at 1200 plus dry stone MIPS, yet it is only 3 inches square in size and has low enough power consumption to be powered by a USB connection. With the available performance from the OMAP3 ARM Cortex A8 based processor, it is possible to design a Linux based application with web browsing or multimedia functionality without the large development board that is typically needed. Based on an OMAP3530 applications processor, the Beagle board includes an Imagination Graphics Accelerator Core, which can process up to 10 million polygons per second of graphics. For HD and SD video encoding and decoding, the board contains a high-performance C64X Plus Class DSP with video accelerators. For memory, the OMAP3530 processor has an integrated 128 megabytes of DDR memory, as well as 256 megabytes of NAND flash memory. The Beagle board was designed to expand easily via popular USB and standard PC peripherals to enable reuse of existing PC peripherals. DVI-D, S-Video, USB 2.0 high-speed OTG, SDMMC slot for memory cards, stereo in and stereo out plugs for audio, and an RS-232 port are included on the board. For real-time debugging and emulation purposes, a JTAG connection is present. In the top right image, the Beagle board is acting essentially like a desktop-based Linux computer. The Beagle board is connected to a USB keyboard, USB mouse, USB Ethernet network adapter, and a DVI-D monitor. It is running the Angstrom operating system, which was started by a small group of people who worked on the Open Embedded, Open Zarus, and Open Simpad projects to unify their effort to make a stable and user-friendly distribution for embedded devices like handhelds, set-top boxes, and network-attached storage devices. Angstrom has already been ported to BeagleBoard and is included as part of that distribution. In the top left image, the BeagleBoard is configured for software code development. It is powered via USB connection and connected with a serial cable to the PC. The developer is able to use a network connection over the USB for application development via Telnet, Secure Shell, SSH, or similar networking tools. For lower-level developments, a null modem serial cable and board adapter are helpful to view kernel serial console output. In the bottom center image, the Beagle board is used in a custom implementation of a software-defined radio SDR. A complete SDR system is established using the OMAP DSP, software, stereo outjack, and a microphone to communicate over the air. The USRP, Universal Software Radio Peripheral, is connected to the Beagle board and used for interfacing to different antennas for SDR. Now we will highlight the benefits of the low power consumption of the Beagle board. The board's low power requirements eliminate the need of a noisy fan or heat sinks. Low power means USB cable power, such that you can take the Beagle board with you on the road with your laptop or a cell phone charger. No additional power supplies are needed. BeagleBoard has comprehended the need for flexibility of channels for the processor to boot to avoid inefficient lockups. 
because boot code is in ROM, it is always there, even if the flash is erased. So when attempting to modify some non-open devices other than BeagleBoard, you may end up making your device unable to boot without professional tools and therefore becoming as useful as a brick, thus the term bricking. To solve this and overcome bricking, the BeagleBoard user button allows a change in the boot sequence. For example, booting from USB instead of from NAND. The USB 2.0 high-speed on-the-go OTG connection on the BeagleBoard is very flexible and can act as a device when connected to a PC via USB. This can be used to provide power to BeagleBoard and to emulate a network connection. The ability to telnet into the board is available via the network connection emulation that is loaded with an operating system and can be used to perform software development without the serial cable. This is useful when the board is initialized with a working file system or if a USB-based loader is generated in the future. As another scenario, BeagleBoard can act as a host when connected to a USB hub, allowing an almost endless array of USB peripherals expansion. This will require a Mini-A to Standard-A adapter cable. The first thing to do once the BeagleBoard arrives is to verify that the hardware is operating correctly. Only basic software is provided in the kit to demonstrate its features, but most of the software is intended to be downloaded from or developed in conjunction with the technical community at http colon slash slash beagleborg.org. Find links to the diagnostics code and step-by-step -step instructions at http colon slash slash beagleboard.org slash support. Typical PC peripherals and connectors that are useful with the BeagleBoard are available from DigiKey. If USB power is not being used, an external power supply with a barrel connector is necessary. DigiKey's 5-volt T450-P5P-ND power supply meets the board's power needs and is suitable for use. For boot loading and boot console I.O., a null modem serial cable, such as AE9879-ND, may be needed. An HDMI to DVI-D cable, AE10260-ND, enables connection to digital monitors via DVI-D. A USB hub, DA-70227-ND, is also useful when connecting multiple devices. To get the most up-to-date information on hardware, please visit BeagleBoard's hardware and peripherals resources. The BeagleBoard has an open-source community that is full of emerging ideas, such as wearable computers, Google Android ports, various Linux games, and a port of the open-source OKL4 microkernel. In summary, the BeagleBoard is a USB-powered embedded processor board that provides community-supported low-power, high-performance ARM Cortex-A8 based single-board computing. BeagleBoard's website is a community of open-source developers and hobbyists that provide unpaid support for users. This openness allows sharing of code, keeps costs low, and enables more people to participate. Support is also available online 24-7 to access fellow developers at http colon slash slash beagleboard.org slash discuss. For more information, please contact DigiKey Technical Support at one 800 858-3649 or by email at text at digikey.com. To place an order, call 1-800-DIGIKEY or visit our website at www.digikey.com. All right. I think that summed it up much better than I perhaps way ever could. 
Um, I left the little end part in, uh, the little digi-key kind of sound and add in just because it was their little training module that I stole the audio from. And basically, they're the people that are selling it. Uh, you can get the motherboard, which has the embedded ARM processor running at 600 megahertz. It's got 128 megabytes of RAM. It costs $150, and this thing runs off 2 watts of power. So what does that mean? Basically, it means that a 9-volt battery can power it for at least a couple hours. So we're talking about a fairly powerful unit, at least as far as without a monitor and all extra stuff attached to it. A pretty powerful little computer that you can tote around in your pocket or like they like they suggested, which I thought was pretty cool, the idea of wearables. I'd like to throw in the idea of robotics. But all kinds of different ideas just kind of spring to mind. I'm not going to really ramble on anymore on this episode, but I just thought this was a really cool uh, subject and idea just to throw out there. Uh, figured it would be a great episode of HBR. Let everybody uh, just hear about this stuff and think about it. Um, at the BeagleBoard.org website, they have uh, also, um, was it BeagleBoard.org slash media. Um, it's in the show notes as well. But they've got uh, some a bunch of pictures, actually. They've got a Flickr group, and they've got a bunch of videos on YouTube. So um, I know that they've done a... Oh, was it Linux Outlaw has an interview with these guys as well as I think they were at the Lug Radio uh, thing this year. So whatever you guys that may be familiar with that probably know a little bit more. I don't know. I've been busy with school, so now that I'm just recently finished, so I'm just now starting to catch up on all the podcasts and stuff. Been way behind. So this may be old news. If so, I apologize. And if not, uh, I hope you enjoyed. Either way, hey, maybe you enjoyed. <laughs> but regardless, there will be somebody here different tomorrow to bring you another wonderful and hopefully exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.